Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we jump into this episode, I really must share something with you. It is something I discovered on my laptop this morning and I just knew in my gut as soon as I read it, it gave me all the feels and I knew that I had to share it with you. It was actually the forward to a book I began to write last year. Now, many of you know, and I've shared this in the past, it is a lifelong dream of mine to write a book and I will be writing a book um, hopefully very soon. But I, uh, I actually started this process last year. I got 25,000 words in and it is a like a holistic natural health book from a beginner's like a back to basic book uh, where we go through absolutely everything um, that by the end you feel like a much healthier and happier version of you. So when I was writing this book, as I was getting through, I just had this urge and this kind of like aha moment that I was like, I need to get this information out much, much faster. I was in a very beautiful flow state at the time and all these words were just absolutely flowing out of my body. But anyone who's looked into the book process or written a book knows that it is a very long process. And I was like, this needs to be much, much faster. That is how I discovered um, and decided to turn it into a program, one that you can access instantly and get this information out, out much, much faster. It is such, I, I burst with gratitude and pride every single day for this baby. Like I could not be more proud of it. And that is the Naturally Well program that is available to you right now. Um, And it is already birthed out into the world. You have access to it anytime, anywhere, um, whenever you need or whenever you feel like the time is right for you to invest into you. And what I'm sharing with you right now is actually the forward to that book, which is now a program. And I want to share that with you because it beautifully sums up exactly how this program book 
was written and the the goals and the, and the feels that was behind it and it I, it really spoke to me and I know it's going to speak to you uh, because I wrote it like a little while ago and it was really nice to actually re-read over today. So this is to you. This is the forward. When I read, when I refer to the book, it now means the program. So everything inside that program is now in a way of videos. It's in a beautiful magazine curriculum, which is basically the words that I wrote in this book. And it's all in the, also in the way of downloads and bonuses, everything, all the workouts, everything that's inside this program. It's just like one big wellness hub. So I'm going to share the forward with you. This book is dedicated to you, beautiful The you who is yearning for more, who has a spark deep inside your belly that is bursting to be seen, exposed and shone through from the inside out. I see you lovely. I witness your desires to be a healthier, happier, lighter, more glowing you. You crave to be a conscious consumer, to have your home reflecting that of a wellness sanctuary, to tread a little lighter on this earth, to adopt a lower tox way of life, and to tap into the highest vibing, sparkliest and thriving you. And you know what? It's already inside of you, babe. You already have it within you. I am just here to hold your hand and remind you how to peel back the layers and expose her to the world. Anything less than living in your truth is a disservice to you and those around you. You owe it to yourself your friends, your family, your community, your tribe, and the world to live a place that aligns with your core values. I am bursting with excitement for you. This book is filled with all kinds of magic and beauty to help guide you to the most sparkliest, healthiest, and happiest you yet. This book is in your hands for a reason and is the first step we're going to take together to becoming the goddess you've always dreamed of becoming. I am so grateful and proud of you already. And it is my wish for you to nurse this book like I have creating her and to absorb all her nourishment offered up in every page. Commit to doing the work along the way. And by the end, you'll be beaming with inspiration and wisdom to adopt everything you have learned into your everyday life. Inside, you'll learn how to move your body out of a place of love and not fear, to nourish your body intuitively and without restriction, to allow your body to drop weight, uh, excess weight naturally, to amplify your self-care practice, to think from a place of love and positivity, and a few other practices along the way, like nurturing a lifelong mindfulness practice to ensure you don't fall into that deep pit of darkness again, or if you do, ways to pull yourself out much quicker and easier. Plus, so much more. You've got this gorgeous. I have your back. Let's do this together. Are you ready? So that is the forward of how this whole thing was birthed. And I really felt like I needed to share that with you today. If that spoke to you in any way and you're like, oh my God, girlfriend, you are talking to my soul. We need to work together because this is exactly what I am after. Um, Sometimes we look for things and we don't actually know how that looks and like how is that actually presented to us until something is right in front of you if that makes sense like sometimes we have a feeling we have a desire but we don't actually know how that looks in the physical world this could be us this could be your your sign today for us to work together and help you um, achieve your goals so if this spoke to you jump on to um, my website which has got all the information and ways that you can enroll instantly and have access to this right now at your fingertips it's all self-paced just jump on to 
Hayley Moore, which is H-A-Y-L-E-Y-M-O-R.com forward slash store. And you'll find all of the information. If you have any questions, you can reach out along the way as well. Without further ado, let's jump into this week's episode. Welcome to another episode of the Hayley Morecambe podcast. I am so excited you're here for showing up for yourself, your self-love and self-care. Each week, I gift you the permission and the space to claim the most happy, healthy, abundant life and give you access to the most sparkliest version of you. On this journey together, we'll learn and grow and thrive to be the best version of ourselves. We don't settle for anything less than incredible. I'm your host, Haley, a fitness and nutrition coach, writer, former radio host and journalist, advocate for self-love and self-care, and all-round wellness guru. I'm a mama to the most divine little girl and a fur parent to a cheeky little cavoodle. I am so pumped to take you into another magical episode. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome back to the Hayley Morecambe podcast. This is episode 58, nine questions to ask yourself that will change the way you eat. Now, I am so honest in this space and I love it. I love the vulnerability. I love the honesty around it. And I'm not going to lie. This is like the sixth time I have pressed record on this episode. I don't know what it is today. I have stumbled on my words. I've gone off track. Um, It's just not flowing out of me. And it's really... um, at one point I was like, I'm going to turn this off and I'm going to come back to it. But I just needed to take a couple of deep breaths and reset. And then this is me now, the sixth time that I've pressed record. So let's hope it goes a little bit more smoothly now. And maybe the headline caught your attention and you're here because you're really frustrated. Um, You're like, I need to learn new ways to, to eat and to make decisions. Because let's be honest, it is It starts and ends in our mind when it comes to food. We make decisions, so many decisions every single day around food. From the moment we wake up in the morning to the moment we go to sleep, we have to make a decision before we eat, right? But you don't just randomly pick something up and start um, eating it without your mind saying, I am going to eat this. I am going to pick up that. I'm going to like you subconsciously, all these things happen. When we have a craving, there is a certain, you know, craving in our mind that we want that we then go and seek out. When we are sad, we might reach for certain foods. So that again, that's stemming from our mind. When we're tired, it's, you know, there's a chemical reaction in our mind that um, influences the foods that we choose. You know, every single day we might be at a party and someone offers you something like a tray will be presented in front of you with food. And then that's a decision you have to make. Do I eat this food? What do I want? You know, there might be a platter in front of you. What do I want? What am I, what am I feeling like? I'm going to grab that. I'm going to grab this. I'm going to eat this amount of that. I'm going to eat this amount of that, Uh, this amount of this and that. (laughs) You know what I mean? This is not, I'm just going to pre-warn you. This is not going to come out as flowing as it usually does. And that is completely okay. Um, Because last night I didn't get a great night's sleep. I haven't been sleeping well for like a week and I know I'm not alone with this. I know I always say things that other people are feeling. And this is actually why this episode is coming you coming to you today because I always um, reflect back what I'm hearing um, from, you know, in the coaching world, from clients, from friends and family, things that I'm hearing, I always um, 
present them to you because I know it's the right time. And I have lots of people go, that episode, my gosh, you were just speaking to me at the right time. I press play and that's exactly what I needed to hear. And that's always the goal. So I hope that is you today um, and welcome. And I really do hope you get a lot out of today. These are, fo- these are food philosophies that I've been adopting and teaching in the coaching world for a really, really long time. If you know my style of coaching, if you know my style of education around this, um, I don't believe in a food plan. I don't believe in getting told what to do and how to eat and this eat this amount of that and move your body on this day and do that. It's not, it's a very blanket approach and it's a, it's, we see, we see it a lot in the fitness and the wellness world. We see it a lot in the diet industry. You know, it's like, if you do this, um, you are going to get this result and you might get a short term result but it's not putting you in any good stead for the future. Um, it's, t- it's teaching you to be, if you're good for a certain amount of time, you will get this result. And if you're bad for a certain amount of time, you will get this result. I hear a lot of these labels and these terms slapped on things. Like if I eat a salad, I'm good. If I eat cake, I'm bad. If I eat a good, you know, a, a, a porridge in the morning, I'm good. If I eat a, cro- a croissant in the morning, I'm bad. Like there is, we, we, t- we, are so critical on ourselves that we have to, you know, um, we just don't have any empowerment. We don't have any control over, um, we don't feel like we have control over food choices. We feel like someone needs to tell us what to do and have this strict regime in front of us to get our results. This information that I teach, it's it will put you in good stead for in a day's time, a week's time, a year's time, 10 years time, 20 years time. I believe it's all about the education and the empowerment for then for you to take it into your everyday life. Um, you know, we all know diets don't work. They might work for a short time. They definitely don't work for a lifetime. You know, we see lots of disordered eating out there. We see a lot of criticism out there. We let it, We see a lot of hatred for our bodies out there because we place worthiness on if we're good and eating a salad, we're good. And I love my body. If I'm, you know, if I've eaten cake, I'm bad and I hate my body. This is a really toxic way of looking at it where I like to teach that you can still have the food you crave and still love your body. You can have this, you know, kindness to your body and know to forgive and move on, um, to make a decision and move on. And it's all about that decision. All At the end of the day, it's all about a, de- a decision has to be made before we put food in our mouth. Whether, you, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, a decision is still made. These nine tips or nine ways um, or nine questions, I should say, that you're going to ask yourself, this can be adopted for everything. This can be adapted into every decision you make around food. It is not every single question. It's not every single food philosophy and principle that I teach. That is something that has to be taught over a longer period of time. This is very much a snapshot of um, the the kind of style or the way that I want to start um, helping you open your eyes to a different way of thinking around food. Um, and if you want a deeper connection and you want that deeper education and that deeper empowerment, that is what you get working closely with me. We work one-on-one and we really dive so much deeper on a more personal level to you and the way you work. So I just wanted to put that out there as well. You will get a snapshot today. It is not the full picture. 
So I'm going to go into the nine questions. So every time you, like I said, from the moment you wake up in the morning to the moment you go to sleep, every time you're presented with um, an opportunity or every time you go to eat or every time you feel hungry or whatever it is, you know, these are some things, some little markers you can go through, some little questions you can go through in your mind. And I love some of them. Some of them are going to be really big aha moments for you as you're listening to this. You might take one or two questions out of it. You might take the whole nine out of it. Grab a pen and paper and write them down um, because, and even if you pop them on your fridge, pop them into your phone, into the notes section of your phone, um, just start reading over them um, on a regular basis. So it starts to be ingrained into your, your way of thinking, into your psyche. So let's go straight into it. So I'm not waffling on. Um, number one is, so when you're presented with a food, um, uh, uh, sorry, present, yeah, presented with food, the question you can ask yourself is, do I love this food? Sometimes we can mindlessly eat. Have you ever found yourself sitting on the couch, watching TV, eating something that someone's offered you? So just say someone's passing around a packet of chips, right? And before you know it, your hands in that chip packet, you're eating them, you're crunch, 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 crunch. You're watching TV and you look down, you're like, holy moly, how many chips have I just eaten? And you know what? I don't even like these chips. There might not be a flavor that you even enjoy. You might not even like barbecue chips, but you're eating barbecue chips. Um, And you're just, before you know it, you've just consumed so much of this food that you don't even love. Um, So the first number one question is, start to think of a ways I'm only going to put food in my body that I love. And that includes things you really love. It doesn't matter if it's pizza or chocolate. Um, It is. If it's a food you love, yes. If it's a food you really feel like, yes. So you you can create um, in the coaching um, programs that I, I put out, we, we actually create this love list, this love food list, and we go through and see exactly all the foods that you love. And, and we make sure we have those in your everyday because a lot of food plans out there and diets and things don't put foods that you love in there because let's be honest, most of the foods we love, uh, where you know, society has told us that it's bad doesn't have to be that way. We need to scrap that. So the number one question you have to ask yourself is, do I love this food? Is it worth it? Is it worth the energy, the calories that you're putting into your body? Do I love this food? That right now can already eliminate so much of the shit food that you're eating that you don't need to be putting in your body or you don't, you don't, it's, it's for someone else. Like if someone offers it and someone else loves it, you're like, no, thank you. Like you have that because that might be at someone else's love food. That might be on their list. Like that might be someone might love barbecue chips and they're sitting there enjoying it. But it's like, you know, like you're like, I don't love that food. So I'm not going to eat it. I'd rather wait and have the beautiful chocolate that I know that's in the cupboard because I love that food. Number one, do I love this food? How many crappy cakes get handed around at your workplace when it's someone's birthday? It's a crappy cake. But if you you eat it and you're like, you know what? That wasn't even that great, but I just ate it. Do I love it? No. So next time it's offered to you and you ask yourself in your mind, do I love this food? And the answer is no, just like, thank you and move on because know that there will be an opportunity where your, your food that you might have stored away in your drawer at work is something you love. And only put food in your handbag, in your drawer at work, in your pantry, in your food in your fridge that you love. I even have shelves in my pantry. There is a Pippa shelf in the, in her, in um, like on her shelf or all the snacks that she loves. It's not the foods that I love. I've got a little snack um, shelf on my 
in my pantry all the foods that I love. We only eat the foods that we love. Anything else, what's the point? You're putting it in your body for no reason, maybe out of habit. So that's number one. Do I love this food? Number two is, does this food love me? Hands up if you eat chocolate that is full of dairy and your body doesn't love, your um, dairy doesn't love you and you end up on the toilet, you end up bloated and gassy and gross and you, <laughs> like it goes straight through you, right? I actually know a few people that have said this to me recently. Like they're like, I love it, but it just doesn't love me. So this is the next question. Does this food love me? Are you about to go eat a, you know, a big toasted sandwich full of gluten that you know gluten doesn't love you. Uh, so it's going to end up, making you feel really gross. So we may love something going back to the, do I love this food? But this, but your, that food might no love, not love you back. So that might eliminate it even more. And I do teach this as well. Like if you love something and then the next one is like, it doesn't love me. We can find ways to find, to actually find those foods that you love, that love you back. We just might need to make a few tweaks, might need to find something that you really love that loves you back, whether that's a lim- like trying to um, look closely at some ingredients and find different products that are going to serve your taste buds, but loves your body back. Um, we can do a lot of damage to our gut. I remember someone saying, um, so what, do- what does it matter? It goes through me anyway. Um, and uh, you know, you getting rid of it. Um, it's not really doing any damage. Um, it's not really staying in my system. It actually is. It's doing a lot of damage to your gut. You wait till you're 10 years, 20 years down the track, you're going to have a lot of gut issues like le- leaky gut and, um, uh, you know, so many gut issues that it's going, it's actually doing a lot of, um, harm to your body now. Uh, so yeah, just keep that in mind. Um, if you're continually having a full cream latte every morning, but you know that that milk actually curdles in your tummy, um, you know, we can find ways, look at ways to actually make some tweaks and find a coffee that you really enjoy, but it's going to love you back. So that is number two. Does this food love me? So do I love this food? Does this food love me? Number three stems exact uh, stems directly after that. How will I feel afterwards? So um, you may be like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, that looks really amazing. But how am I going to feel afterwards? Forecast ahead. So if I eat that, or if I eat, it might even be just the portion of it. You might be looking at that. Let's go back to that toasted sandwich that I was saying before. You may look at that and go, that looks so delicious. But if I eat half of that, I'm going to feel good. If I eat the full thing of that, I'm going to feel crappy and sluggish and. Bl- bloated and gross. So how will I feel afterwards? Look at that cake that's being presented to you. Look at that big bowl of pasta. doesn't mean you can't have it. How much of it am I going to have? So I still feel good. Not, um, you know, it's just a little check-in. So you're not gorging on it. You might just taste it and move on. So how will I feel afterwards? Um, is just that, just, just get your mind just to Go 10 minutes ahead, 15 minutes ahead, 20 minutes ahead. How am I going to feel afterwards if I eat that? And it, do I need to make some tweaks now and things in my mind that I know I'm, I'm still going to feel good? And that's not necessarily, like I was saying, that's not necessarily necessarily saying no to that. It might just be, yes, but I'm going to eat this amount. and Because I, I know my tummy feels good after I eat, you know, um, a certain portion of that food. So how will I feel afterwards? Number four is a really big one. And I mentioned it at the start of why am I eating this? 
Are you hungry? Are you tired? Are you hungry? Are you emotional? Are you PMSing? Are you, which is totally okay. Um, why are you eating? Are you really hungry? Or are you just eating because you're at home, you're working from home and you're just trying to distract yourself? Are you finding yourself in the cupboard again? Just remember to ask yourself, why am I eating? If it's breakfast, lunch or dinner, you're eating because it's breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Are you? Um, why am I eating a snack? Because I worked out this morning and I'm really hungry and I have that deficit there to be able to consume a snack. Um, you know, why? Why am I eating? Just ask that question because nine times out of 10, we eat out of boredom. We all do it. We all do it. Um, why? Why am I eating? Because sometimes, you know, like I said, we can be there for the very wrong reasons, um, in the pantry, in the fridge, um, in the snack drawer at work, we can be eating, um, when we actually don't even really need it. So just ask that question, but it might be, again, the question will be, why am I eating? Because it's breakfast and I'm going to eat a nourishing, I'm eating a nourishing meal. Why am I eating lunch? Because I'm hungry and I really, my body really needs more carbohydrates right now. So that's why I'm eating this bowl of chips or, you know, like you, there's, you're not asking the question to say, no, walk away. You're asking the question just to validate why you're eating. Um, so these questions aren't, um, you know, questions to ask. So you go, no, and you have this self-control thing and, um, you know, this discipline because we don't, we don't want that around food. We just want to check in. It's all, these are all just check-ins. These are all just markers to go tick, 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 tick. And number five goes off that as well. What mood am I in? Um, so why am I eating? What mood am I in? Now I say to a lot of clients that it is completely okay if it's a week before your period and you are in a mood where you just feel like more sweets and you know what that is okay I'm telling you that is okay if you restrict yourself or you go on a diet before your period you will be in a very very poor mood you will be grumpy you will be hungry you will just feel like all the wrong food so what mood am I in you know what I'm actually feeling really PMSy. I'm feeling really down and I'm choosing this chocolate because it makes me feel really good right now and that's okay. But again, how will I feel afterwards if I eat the whole block of chocolate? I'm going to feel gassy and bloated and gross. So the question to that is, I'm going to have two rows and I'm going to move on. I know I'm in an emotional mood, but that's okay. I'm just going to eat this and I'm going to move on. So that's that's number five. What mood am I in? Number six, does this align with my goals? So again, what goals are you after? What are you trying to achieve right now? If your goal is I need to stay away from processed sugar, um, you know, what swaps can you make to make sure that you're not consuming processed sugar? Again, get it out of the pantry, out of the fridge and have only your love foods that are going to love you back. Um, but does this align with my goals? You might have a goal right now to be... Um, uh, steering away from gluten or steering away from dairy or yeah, getting rid of that processed carbohydrate. So does this align with my goals? If that is the answer is um, no, then make a decision for something else. Walk away from it, take a deep breath, take a glass of water um, and just know that there'll be something else that will align with your goals. If you need to jump in the car and go to the supermarket, if you need to go down to the shops and make sure that your, your um arming yourself with the foods that are in alignment with your goals, do that. Just get yourself away from it um, or choose something else. Make another decision around that. 
Number seven, I love this one. This is actually such an eye opener for so many people that I talk, tell um, and teach this to. And is what is the differential? Now, this means what is the difference between a beautiful, nourishing meal compared to a less than a desirable one? Just say you pick up your Uber Eats app or your, your, your food service app, right? And you go to order a bowl of nachos. This is a really good example. I love this one. Bowl of nachos, right? You know that you're, you've answered those questions above. <laughs> Do I love this food? Yes. Does this food love me? Not if I eat too much of it. How will I feel afterwards? If I go to the whole thing, I'm going to feel bloated. Why am I eating? Because it's dinner time and I'm hungry. What mood am I in? Um, I'm not really in a mood. I'm just eating um, because it's dinner time and I need to eat something. Does this align with my goals? The answer might be no, because it is full. It is loaded with less than desirable things. And this is where number seven comes in. What is the difference? Differential. Let's just say you have this beautiful recipe that you make, <clears throat> my nacho recipe, um, and it is so freaking delicious. It ticks the boxes. It is nourishing. It is delicious. It ticks the, the, the taste factors. It makes me feel really good afterwards. And it, ugh, yum. It's just making me salivate at the thought of it. But then you look at that the food service apps, right? And you see this big bowl of nachos. If you look at that and go, well, I actually like the healthier version of that or the more nourishing version of those nachos. I would rather eat those nachos than order them out and then have my dessert afterwards. Like, you know, if you go and eat the less than desirable nachos from the food service app, then go and eat your chocolate or your dessert afterwards, then you've really overindulged. You're not going to feel great afterwards. But if you go, you know what, I'm actually going to take the time. I'm going to make those nachos. They're going to be beautiful and nourishing and yummy because, and then I'm going to treat myself to that chocolate afterwards because I haven't just overdone it. That is what the differential is. If you're looking at two things that are exactly the same, the same meal, but one of them you actually genuinely like better, and it is the healthier version, always go for the healthier version. But here is the the pinnacle of that. If you look at that and go, but you know what? I actually like those nachos, the food service nachos. They are so yummy. They are so delicious. I am not going to make the, um, they're not as good as the healthier version. Maybe it's pizza or maybe it's pasta or whatever it is, the two meals that you're comparing, you really like that food service one or the takeaway one or the dining out one. Go for that one because that's going to that's gonna serve your brain. That's going to tick the boxes. That's going to make you really experience the food and love it. But you know what? Go back to those other questions. Don't have as much of it. You don't have to lick the bowl clean. You can still experience it and not eat the whole thing so you still feel good afterwards. So the differential is just looking at the two. Some people go, you know what? I try to eat healthier pizza, but I love takeaway, like, you know, jam-packed, cheesy cheese, like dripping off it. It's so delicious. I love it. Then absolutely have that. Have one piece, two piece, and move on. Two pieces and move on. Doesn't mean you have to gorge the whole pizza. You're still getting that experience, but you're but you're you're doing it in a way that is still good for you. Um, and then you move on. So that's what that one is. What is the differential? Look at the two. Compare the two, and then look where you can balance it. Other way, at, at, um, you know, you can balance it out. The next one is, can I wait? This is a massive one as well, particularly at those like morning teas when someone's got a birthday, the cake's passing around, and someone's like, "Do you want a birthday? Do you want a piece of birthday cake?" You could look at that and go, 
well, do I love that? No, I don't. So I'm going to say no to it because can I wait? I'm going to wait till I get to lunch. I'm going to wait till I get back to my food snack drawer um, and, and have something that's that I love. Um, you know, can I wait? You don't have to necessarily eat in that moment. There's been so many times where I've been in a food court. I've walked around it a couple of times and I'm like, you know what? Nothing is serving me here. I don't have my snacks in my handbag or in my car or wherever it is. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait because it's going to be worth it. When I get home to the things that I love, when I get home to the, you know, something that's really serving me, it's going to taste delicious. It's going to tick the box. It's going to make me feel good. It's going to love me back. I can wait. You know what? I can wait. I'm going to have my water. Um, I'm going to have a few big gulps of water and then I'm moving on. I'm going to wait. So the question is, can I wait? That's a really good one as well. Just don't think that just because someone else is eating with you or, you know, everyone else around you is eating, you don't have to eat as well. It might just be a, you know what, when I get back to that desk, I'm going to have that chocolate, the one that I love, and it's going to taste amazing. Number nine is what does did the rest of my day look? So that's a good one going back to this, what is the differential as well? If you've eaten like really beautiful nourishing foods throughout your day, you've got to dinner time and you really are craving those nachos, pizza, pasta, whatever it is. Um, what did the rest of my day look like? You know what? I actually, I can actually fit that in today. I'm going to have that because that my, the rest of the day has been pretty balanced. It's been pretty good. My gut is feeling pretty good. Um, if you're heading into that with a bloated gut, with a really upset digestive system, and then you go and eat those nachos, you know what? You know, it's not going to serve you. It's not going to love you back. So have a look. If you're making a decision in the morning, what does the rest of my day look like? If you're having a, making that decision at night, what did the rest of my day look like? And really just look at ways that you can balance it out. Like I said, if you're feeling really like hungry and you've, um, you're going out for a beautiful dinner at night, I was actually talking to this uh, to a client the other day. She was saying, you know, I'm going out for dinner tonight. It is this beautiful decadent restaurant that I absolutely love. And she goes, I ate quite lightly throughout the day because I knew. And you know, that question, can I wait? She was like, yes, I can wait. Um, because I know when I get out to dinner, I am going to have the beautiful food and I'm going to have the dessert. I'm going to have that glass of wine because it's, I've balanced it out. You know, I've made that room. Um, and also when you head into a restaurant feeling, you know, um, hungry and ready to eat, you're going to enjoy it more rather than indulging throughout that day. And then you go and indulge some more. You're going to leave, come home feeling bloated and and sluggish. So that question number nine is what does did the rest of my day look? They are some really great, 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 great questions to ask yourself every time you're presented with an opportunity to nourish, to eat, to fuel your body. And I really do hope they serve you well. Like I said, you can ask one of those questions. You can ask three, you can ask five, six, seven, or all of the nine. Um, Write them down. I'm going to go through them now. If you've got a pen and paper handy, or you've been taking notes throughout, um, uh, you may have already noted this down, but I'm going to go through the nine to refresh your brain. Number one, do I love this food? Number two, does this food love me? Three, how will I feel afterwards? Four, why am I eating? Five, what mood am I in? Six, does this align with my goals? Seven, what is the differential? Eight, can I wait? Nine, what does did the rest of my day look like? <laughs> 
They are your nine questions to ask yourself that will change the way you eat. Now, I would love to hear which one resonated with you the most or which ones resonated with you the most or what you got out of this episode as per usual. If you like the taste, the teaser for this um, I, and you, you want to dive in a little bit deeper, a little bit more on a personal level and have that little, um, you know, a little cheerleader or um, uh, someone helping you along the way uh, and you would like to, um, you know, dive right in, then I am here. Like I said at the start, before this episode started, jump onto hayleymore.com and um, have a browse through and see if we'd make a good fit for each other. I do offer clarity calls to jump on between 15 and 20 minutes onto Zoom if you're not really sure. It's literally a no obligation, absolutely free um, service that I run just to quickly touch base, see what you're after, what your goals you're trying to achieve, what kind of what you're looking for in a coach. And we just see if we're going to make a good fit for each other. If that is you, reach out um, on socials or you can jump on to the website and all the information is there as well. I'm going to wrap this up because it is a solo episode and there's nothing like listening to one voice over and over and over again. Um, We have so many awesome guests on the way, by the way. Look out for them. Oh, I'm so excited for this podcast. It is going in so many beautiful, awesome directions at the moment and I cannot get enough of it. So I would love to hear your feedback as per usual. Love having conversations with you. You know all the ways to reach out to me. In the meantime, I will chat to you in the next episode. Sending you so much love and light. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.